Thanks for joining us once again on the Open Bible Podcast, where we bring Bible truths to basic principles. I'm your host, Richard Moses, and we are in the last episode of a series that we've been calling You and Your Bible. If this has been a help to you in any way, do us a favor, give us a rating on anywhere that you listen to podcasts, as well as share this with a friend to be able to help them in their walk with God as well. Follow us on Twitter at The Open Bible Pod, or send us an email if you have any questions to podcast at openbiblenj.org. Today in studio, once again, we have George Riddell, the lead pastor of Open Bible Baptist Church. And pastor, we are excited to wrap up this series today with this topic, how to just make the Bible a part of everyday life. Yeah, I've really enjoyed this series, and uh, it's been an encouragement, uh, the comments of people Absolutely. and how it's helped them. So that's that's wonderful. And I'm looking forward to this one, how to make the Bible a part of your everyday life. Man, we have talked about how to study the Bible, how to view the Bible, how to fall in love with the Bible, how to use the Bible to help someone else. And you might say, well, that just sounds like that's already part of our everyday life. But here's where we're going to get really practical because we can know a whole lot of head knowledge that we never apply. Yeah. And so we're going to tell you some things today that you can do to just take what you've heard over the last several weeks and now, okay, now now let's make it a habit to make the Bible a part of our everyday life. And we start with this scripture passage in the book of Psalms. Yeah, Psalm 119, verse 97. We mentioned this in a previous podcast. It says, oh, how I love thy law. It is my meditation all the day. And uh, we're going to see this, that how to make the Bible um, a part of your everyday life, this idea of meditation. You see it in Psalm chapter 1 and verse 2. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And then back in Psalm 119, verse 15, it says, I will meditate in thy precepts and have respect unto thy ways. The whole point of this is, as believers, the Bible should be a part of our everyday life. What does that word meditate really mean? Can you dig into that just a little bit? Uh, yeah, um, it, it means to continually turn over in one's mind. Mm-hmm. Um, it's to look at something from many different angles. It's almost like you could look at it this way, something even a little bit more practical. You take a diamond, mm-hmm. and when a girl has a diamond, what does she do? She looks at it all, the, how it sparkles, and she's yeah. looking at the different cuts. And, and that's the same thing with meditate. You're taking the Bible verse or the portion of Scripture, and you're turning it over and looking at it from different angles uh, in your mind. Absolutely. Some people use the old phrase, I know it like the back of my hand. Right. And so that's because the reason they say that is because, man, you see the back of your hands so often. And so that's no different than the word of God, man. You ought to know the word of God in such a way that you've turned it over left and right and backwards and forwards. And you've just taken time to make it a part of your life. That's what the book of Psalm is telling us all about. But again, how do we do that? And so today we've got 10 practical ways 10 practical ways that you can take the Bible and make it a part of your everyday life. Really what we're talking about today is creating a habit of having the word of God be a part of your daily routine. A lot of times we will leave out what's most important. I saw somebody you recently put on their social media. I got up to pray today and thought I didn't have time. And then I realized I don't have time not to. Correct. And I thought that was so, so, so good because now they've gotten it. They've gotten that fact that this habit is what is so important. I just said before recording this episode, I said to myself, man, I'd really love a granola bar. 
um, because I'm a little bit hungry. We're doing like a marathon recording today and we're getting a lot done. And you know why? It's because I skipped the habit of eating breakfast this morning. Oh, wow. So <laughs> I should have eaten breakfast. Did you breakfast. have coffee? I had coffee. Yeah, I had yeah. coffee, but I should have eaten breakfast. Yeah. But I just got out the door quickly this morning. And so I'm a little bit off today because my habit was broken. But I usually have a habit of eating something before I leave the house. Do you, do you eat something regular? The same thing? Um, You know, I don't. Um, I, I kind of switch it up a little bit. It kind of just depends on what I'm feeling or what the mood is. I don't like to eat a lot in the morning. Mm-hmm. I like to eat very little. So if I do eggs, just like one or two eggs or one bowl of cereal, I never very rarely at 7.30 or 8 o'clock do the whole pancakes and bacon and eggs unless I'm on vacation. Right. Then I'm like, okay, well, then I can take a little nap after breakfast and let it digest <laughs> and, you know, but not when I'm about to be on the go right. uh, all day. Anyway, but that's a little little side note. Side note into my breakfast habits. Yeah. Yeah. So we're talking about how to make the Bible a part of your everyday life. All right. So here's 10 practical tips of how to do it. Number one, what you could do is you could call, email, or text someone the Bible verse that stood out to you in your daily reading. So instead of texting, hey, what's lunch plans today? You can text, hey, what's lunch plans today? Also, Psalm 23. Right. There you go. I love that. Right. I love how practical that is. So that's something we do all the time. I, I don't even know, like, how many emails do you get a day or how many texts do <laughs> you get a day from people? Just dozens, right? Right. But if we would just take some time and say, all right, here's what I learned. Quick text, quick yeah. email. doesn't have to be anything anything extravagant, but it can be something that, oh, that was part of my everyday life. Yeah, one of the things that I do is I usually put out pretty consistently. I've been doing this uh, recently mm-hmm. um, on Facebook and on Twitter, sometimes on Instagram, a verse that um, I, I've read or that came up on my feed that I thought would be a help to somebody. Yeah, and if you're listening and you don't follow this guy, you should follow him on, on social media. Side note again, you haven't followed him, but we'll put him in the show notes so you can follow him because they are. They're great verses every day. And I love the images that you make too. Yeah. Um, I think you do that. What, what app do olive you do tree. that through? Through Olive Tree app. Yeah. Yeah. You can make like little images. Yeah. Um, well, I don't are, make it. They make it for me. They make it for you, yeah. which is even better. Yeah, it is. But you just share it on your social. I share it on my social. And then there you go. It's something practical that makes it a part of your everyday life. Yep. Uh, number two, this is something we talked about a, a little bit last time, uh, but when someone asks for advice, always include the Bible in your answer. When someone asks for advice, always include the Bible in your answer. Yeah. Um, that way, what you're doing is you are making the Bible a part of your everyday life. Doesn't the Bible say, uh, whatsoever we do, whether we eat or drink, or whatsoever we do, do all to the glory of God? So in our that's that's very basic life, isn't it? Eating and drinking. And well, when we give an answer, when somebody asks for advice, include the word of God, because guess what? God's advice on something is a whole lot better than ours. Absolutely. That is so true. Number three, when someone asks what you did this weekend or last night, share what you learned from the Bible. Hey, how was your night last night? Yeah. And then you can open up the word of God and share with them what you, what you learned. You know, I think about how practical this would be for people that um, are in the workforce out there. Absolutely. Open up doors to be able to share the gospel. Hey, what'd you do last night? Oh, well, uh, you know, I uh, watched a little Netflix and, you know, ate some ramen noodles. Right. Talking to the college students, obviously. Yeah. Um, or, or, you know, oh, I had to go to Target and get some things. Or, hey, uh, how was your morning? Man, it was great. I read mm-hmm. fill in the blank. Yeah. Isn't that weird that like we, we'll talk about the most random things that yep. have nothing to do with anything, but we have such a struggle and such a difficulty of coming and saying, 
Uh, I, I read this. I read this in my Bible, and we're, you know why? It's we're almost be, ashamed of it's it. It's almost like we're ashamed of it. Like, ah, yeah. people are gonna think of it. Well, it's because we don't make the Bible a part of our everyday life. Yep. And not just publicly, but personally. Yep. Something that is part of your life personally is easy for you to talk about publicly. It certainly is. Man, that was tweet- yeah. that was tweetable. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> number four. Go ahead. Uh, listen to the Bible while you're driving, working out, or doing homework. Uh, doing housework. Yeah, doing housework. If you've got an iPhone or an Android, and you've got again Uvirgin, yeah. or I think Olive Tree does it as well. Um, yeah, I think you can just hit play right yep. there on the top of the Bible, and it will read the, itself to you. Um, and it's it's so nice. In fact, it's funny. <laughs> this is actually kind of funny. Uh, side note: If you choose like different versions of the Bible, and so like, I, and it's, forgive me for the analogy, but sometimes different versions get connotated with different groups of people. Mm-hmm. Um, so like. The ESV, for example, is usually for a very young generation. Mm-hmm. And if you ever go and listen to the guy that reads the ESV, yeah. he's like this cool surfer Italian, oh, like, like a stra- Australian oh, kind of guy. But if you listen to like... Delight thyself in the law <laughs> of the Lord. Or, or from North Carolina. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's for the Southerners. But if, you, but if you listen to like, you know, the King James, it's like, and the Lord said that we <laughs> yeah. might. It's like... Yeah. A, so anyway, so pick your voice, you know, yeah. whatever you wanted to read, and just listen to it. Man, it's... You can get through a whole lot of scripture um, if you put in the buds or you put it in the Bluetooth and you, like you just let it let it roll. And you may not soak up as much as when you're reading, um, but you will soak up some. I yes, you will. You. I promise. Uh, you will I, soak I've, up some. I have I have listened through the Book of Psalms. Could I say hundreds of times? That's awesome. You know, just over and over and over again. And because I'm doing something or uh, I'm working on something that doesn't need. Uh, my full attention, mm-hmm. and therefore I, I'm still listening to the Word of God and, and making it a part of my daily life. So send it in a call, email, text. When someone asks for advice, include the Bible. When someone asks how your week's going or what you're doing, include what you're learning in the Word of God. Listen to the Bible while you're working out or driving or doing some housework. Number five, find an unsaved friend who is curious about Jesus and read the Bible with him or her regularly. I love that it's just an open door. Yeah. It's just an open door. Hey, uh, you know, I, I saw you go to church. I saw you shared that on social media. Um, what what is your what is your church about? Oh, hey, that's a great question. Yeah. Can we start reading some some of the Bible together? Yeah. Uh, so many times we jump right to, well, you gotta get saved. Right. You know, but sometimes if we just read hey, let's just let's just read this book together. Yeah. You know, that that's that's really, really practical. What's some yep. ways that you've seen that uh, work effectively? Well, I, I th- um, many times when people are going through difficult times, yeah, people people are open in two two major times in their life when they're happy and when they're hurting. Mm. Two major times that you can really um, help people and be able to point people to Christ is when they're happy and when they're hurting. Yeah, and when you find them and they're happy and they're hurting, that's the time when you need to start sharing the Bible with them. Yeah, and just say, hey. Can I share a verse with you? Yep. Or, hey, that was a great success. You know, the Bible says we should rejoice with them that do rejoice. So I'm rejoice with you today. Oh, yeah. it's great. It's great. Yeah. So just find a place and uh, and, and let, them, let them read that with you. Let them be a part of it. Yep. All right, so that's five. We've got five more. Yeah. But before we jump in the last five, let's take some time and do the Rich and Riddle Minute. Hey, man, I love this time. 
All right, this is the Rich and Riddell Minute, where we take some time to talk about some normal life things. All right, our daily life habits, the reading the Word of God is what we're talking about our episode today. So we're going to talk about some daily life habits of Rich and Riddell. All right, daily life habits of oh Rich boy. and Riddell. All right, here we go. Oh What's one thing, one thing that you do every morning? Besides your devotions, uh, have a cup of coffee. All right, that was mine. So yeah. you took mine. All so right. we have a cup of coffee every morning. Right. I make it in my Ninja. Anything special? Or uh, my wife usually makes it for me in uh, my uh, French press. Oh, French press is so good. All right, what's one website that you use every single day? Um, oh man, let me think, 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 think. You tell me yours first. Google, I, 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 Google. Yeah, I use okay. Google every day. Yeah, um, I would say Amazon. Amazon. Oh man, I love Amazon. You can find literally anything on there. It's so great. All right, this is uh, for our young techie friends. What's one piece of tech that you use every day? You can't live without it. My uh, iPhone. Your iPhone? That's just like, gotta have your iPhone? Mine's the Apple Watch. I've gotta have my Apple Watch. I hardly ever leave the home without it. All right, and then lastly today, what is one habit that you formed that you have to have in your life every day? One habit. I got mine, you think of yours. One chapter of a book a day. One chapter of a book a day. I don't care what it is. I just read one chapter of a book. Yeah, that's funny you mentioned that because I do at least that. Yeah, I do the same thing. Yeah. So, man, that's really great. We had a lot of the same things. Yeah. That's been the Richard Riddell Minute. All right, folks. We are talking today about... You and your Bible, the series, You and Your Bible, and we're talking about 10 practical ways to make the Bible a part of your everyday life. We're on number six. If you missed the first five, what I'm going to have you do is just go listen to the first part of the episode. (laughs) That was so messed up of me, wasn't it? Yeah, just go back and listen to the beginning of the episode. All All right. right. Here we go. Number six is... Always have a Bible with you uh, and make sure it's easily accessible. So either have a hard copy or have an app. Yeah, if you don't have an app on your phone, you need to get an app on your phone for the Word of God because you can just carry that with you everywhere. I had a buddy that always, his dad always had a Bible on the dash of his car. Yeah, No matter where you go, and no matter where he went, he always had a Bible on the dash of his car. So he just always had one with him. And if you want to carry a hard copy, you can find them uh, almost like what they used to call them the soul winners in the New mm-hmm. Testament. You yeah. Know? But you can find those those small ones that don't fit in a pocket or in, in your back pocket if you're traveling. Um, but yeah, have a, have a scriptures with you. Yeah, you can't make it a part of your everyday life if you don't have it around you. That's the truth. Yep. That's the truth. All right, number seven. Make it the first thing you talk about after church. Making You know, we... we we go to church, and uh, we'll talk about all these other things after church, but why don't you talk about right after church what you learned? Well, first of all, let's back up. Okay. You got to go to church. Well, hey, yeah, you do. Come on, this whole Come Rona, on. Rona thing's Come been on. messing with that a whole Come lot. On. But uh, you got to go to church, so go to church, whether it be online, virtually, or whether it be on campus uh, here at Open Bible. Come to church and be a part of church, but then... Good. Time Good. out. I got to tell you. Time out. I got to I got to disagree with you on coming to church online. I think online church is not as bad as not having any church, but it's less than real church. Oh, I'm with you there. Oh, okay. I'm I, yeah, okay. I'm with you. Because just... church is called out. Though I'm thankful for all you folks out there online that cannot maybe not get to church or they're listening to this podcast online. Right, online. And I'm not oh. against that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah. against that, but there's something about believers gathering together for that accountability, that fellowship, that uh, building up of one's faith, encouraging and love. 
Yeah, so come You to can't do that online. You can't. You really can't. So come to church. Be, yeah. be a part of the church. Yep. And then right after church, I mean, yeah, talk about where you're going to go eat. But also <laughs> talk about, talk about, man, wasn't that great in our connections class today? Right. Or wasn't that great in the sermon today? And just say one thing. Man, that ought to be something that's just so natural to us. But yeah, it's so funny. Like, it doesn't happen. No. It doesn't happen. Um, and, and you know why I know that? Because it doesn't happen for me. Right. And so I know if it doesn't happen for me, there's other people out there. You're like, oh, it's not for me either. But that's one way that it just becomes very practical. And it becomes a part of your life. It becomes a part of your life. You want it to be a part of your life. All right. So talk about it after church. Number seven. Number seven is... Uh, or no, number eight. Uh, number, eight. Sorry, number eight, yeah. Um, I think that we need to help uh, those who are in our care, our children, understand how to make it a part of their life every day. Mm-hmm. I mean, so many times we think, well, you know, when they get a little bit older, we can do this. Well, mm-hmm. wait a second. You, when did you teach them to start brushing their teeth to make that a part of every day? Yeah. When to have manners, when to, you know, uh, when to get up. When I mean, you teach at a young age. And so you need to teach uh, your children at a young age to make the Bible part of their everyday life. And you can do the same thing with them. Uh, maybe what they learned in, in Sunday, uh, Sunday school, right. You know, um, if that's, that's what they have, or maybe a, a children's church or, you know, um, maybe a, a kid's group that they have, ask them what they learned. Right. Just make the Bible a part of their life as soon as you possibly can. Uh, my son, his name's Miles. And even just this morning before I left, I said, all right, guys, I'm going to share with you one thing from the word of God real quick. And I just read one verse that spoke to me today in my devotions. And we prayed together as a family. And really, it took three minutes. Mm-hmm. But it was something that we did, even when we were picking out books and things for him before he was born. We tried to get books that were like Jonah and the Whale and, you know, Noah's Ark and things like that to where, okay, now these biblical things are becoming a part of his life from the moment he's born because it's something that is very vital to his success in life, we believe, as a family. And so if you have a family today, find ways to incorporate the Word of God into your kid's life because if they're going to, I promise you, if they're going to any kind of public institution for school, the school is not helping with that. Yeah, you better believe that. Why but, Why not text them a verse? Yeah, text your kids a verse. If they're, maybe you have a teenage daughter or son, text them and say, hey, hope you have a great day. I just wanted to let you know, here's something. My mom did that for me even this morning. I mean, mm. I'm a grown man, and my mom still sends our whole family almost weekly, hey, here's something we learned from the Word of God. Why? Because it's real to my mom. Yeah. So it's a part of her life. My, my wife does the same thing. She'll say, hey, you know, here's something that I learned when I was reading through this little thing today or reading through this book today, and it's great because it's a part of our lives. And don't say that, oh, once the kids gets old, once the kid gets older, he'll he'll do it. Right. No. They they've gotta they've got to develop that habit when they're young. Right. And if you can find ways to encourage that, if you can find ways to help that, then that is a huge win for you. All right, number nine. Um, use notes from the Sunday service to aid you in your further study throughout the week. Especially if you're not quite sure what to study. We've been talking about you and your Bible. There's a great place to be able to start and to make it part of your everyday life. Absolutely. You can take notes on Sunday and then let that go throughout the week in your in your study. All right. So that's number nine. Use Sunday sermon to spark your conversations throughout the week. Number 10. Link 
how you pray for people to specific Bible verses. That's very practical. Very practical. Yeah. Many times, don't we just pray? We pray for people for like uh, the health and stuff like that. We pray for very basic things. And I'm not saying that that's wrong, Mm -hmm. but if you look at Paul's prayers in the scripture that they have for other people, it has to do with like um, abounding in love, knowing the love of God. Um, You look at Peter about growing in grace and the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ and on and on. And then link those type of verses or if you're praying for somebody's health, yeah. um, link them to the people that you're praying for, uh, and and you can also text them that. And I love that because it's not just if you have a coworker, man, I pray that Johnny would get saved. Right. And I think that's good. You should pray that. Yes. But you could pray very specifically, Lord, I pray that Johnny would understand your sacrifice on the cross. Okay, now, man, now not only has it made you think more clearly about what he needs to know, mm-hmm. but now you've connected a verse in Scripture, his sacrifice on the cross, with what he needs to do. No different than your kids. Lord, I pray that my kid would learn patience because mm-hmm. patience has its perfect work. Right. And so connect the prayers you have for people with Scripture that you're reading. And mo- most definitely. That's and been 10 practical truths. Yeah. 10 practical truths to make the Bible a part of your everyday life. Life. Would you just wrap up this series for us, Pastor? Uh, and just give us an overview, and then just give us a word of encouragement as we wrap up here today. Well, I want you to to understand that and, and be encouraged in the fact that making the Bible part of your everyday life, loving the Word of God, helping others understand the Bible, applying the Bible to your life, it is possible for every single christian Mm -hmm. there is no one out there that cannot do this and and i want to encourage you with that to to know that hey it doesn't matter where you start at in your in your journey with jesus when it comes to the word of god but just start and then make it consistent and i believe that if you do that throughout a lifetime you're going to see uh, God really work in your life. You're going to become more like the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's what it's all about, becoming more like Jesus. You've been listening to the Open Bible Podcast, where we bring Bible truths to basic principles. We've wrapped up a series today on you and your Bible. We encourage you to go back and listen to past episodes to be able to get all the content from this series. If this has been a help to you, we ask that you would share it with somebody to be a help to them as well. If you have questions for us, you can send your questions to podcast at openbiblenj.org, as well as find us on Twitter at The Open Bible Pod, and pray that we will continue to be able to bring Bible truths to basic principles.